the hard shoulder. All News Talk. With the all-new Nissan Juke. The Coupe Crossover by Nissan. Nissan. Innovation that excites. Normally, when we go down to earth, we talk to Dr. Cara Augustenberg about environmental matters. But as you know, we're always talking about nature, wildlife, diversity, biodiversity. So it's a special treat for us here on The Hard Shoulder to welcome for Down to Earth slot today, Anani Launa, the inimitable wildlife fanatic and broadcaster par excellence. Aina, we're going to talk about wasps and bees. Good, a wonderful topic, I have to say. What do you want to know about? Well, what, what, what I, I my, okay, my state of knowledge about wasps is, as a child, uh, we would get jam jars and we would get a bit of jam and a bit of water and put it in it and kill the wasps. Isn't that awful? Yeah, well, that was what uh, lots of people did towards the end of the summer, mind you, not at this time of the year, which is actually the end of June. There's two, there's two creatures, if you like, bees and wasps. And bees are the good, goodies of the insect world, particularly the honeybees, because honeybees were brought over by the monks way back in the 70th century from, from tropical parts, from Europe and from further south. And these bees don't hibernate, so they make loads of honey, which is food for them in the winter when they're awake. And we think this is great, particularly in those days when there was no sugar and we stuck, we stole the honey off them and we used it for making mead and sweetening things. So the bees were goody-goodies. Now they did sting, but we managed to avoid that because we got a benefit from them. But wasps, we don't see them in the same light at all. We see them just as a nuisance who go around stinging us and even worse because sting of the wasp is like a needle and any particular wasp can sting you several times. Whereas the bee, which has a bad sting if it gets stuck in your skin, the poor bee, his body is pulled apart and the bee dies. So, you know, the bee has died to sting you, whereas the wasp, the nasty creature, sticks his needle in and goes off again. Well, now, I let, let me tell you, let's hear it for the wasp. First of all, wasps are carnivores. So you have them starting off the, the life cycle in the month of March. So Mrs. Queen Wasp has been hibernating by the winter time. She's the only one that's left. And we'll start the story in March. Out comes Mrs. Queen, stretches herself, looks around, decides the world is a lovely place, and she proceeds to make a nest. Now, wasp nests are made out of chewed-up timber, a papery nest. In fact, it was looking at them in China, that the Chinese people invented paper all those thousands of years ago. So she makes the wasp nest, a little tiny thing like a golf ball in your shed. You might see a papery thing like a golf ball stuck to the roof of the shed. And she lays eight eggs in that and she feeds them and they hatch out to be female worker wasps. And they take over then the running of the hive or the running of the nest. They make more and more paper. She lays more and more eggs and more and more little grubs are laid by Mammy Queen Wasp. Now they're fed by these females which are their sterile sisters. The same as the bees are sterile workers as well. But what do they feed them with? These wasps go to your garden all summer long from April, May, June, July, and they gather up the green fly and the black fly and the white fly, all these nasty things that are eating your lovely plants in the garden. And they chew them up and they bring back chewed up bits of them into their nest and they feed the baby wasps with these as they're growing. And in return, the baby wasps dribble 
a sort of a sweet solution. So this is what the grown-up sisters eat. They lick the sugary solution off the little grubs. So here's your dinner, lick, lick. Here's your dinner, lick, lick. And all summer long, we never see a wasp in the house. We never see a wasp near us. And the nest gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And Mammy lays more and more and more eggs. And all the worker wasps are stripping your garden of all these green flies and things that you don't want there in the first place. But now, come August, what happens? Poor Mammy wasp has laid about 40,000 eggs. And she's worn out. What can you be if you laid 40,000 eggs? And she's beginning to fail so that sisters build different kinds of cells and she lays eggs that are going to become drone males and she lays eggs that are fed a bit better and become queens. And once they come out of their cells, they fly off up in the air, do the bowl thing, and the, the drones all die because they're surplus to requirements. Male insects like that are only good for the one thing. And when they've done the one thing, that's the end of them. But the fertilised queens go off and hibernate. They go off and hibernate in the month of August. They find a place to go in there and they hibernate and that's them until the end of March. Then they come out again the following year like we started the story. So meanwhile in the nest, the big huge papery nest that's now the size of a football and people see it, the queen is feeling on her last legs altogether. She lays about another thousand eggs and then she dies. That's the end of the queen. And these last thousand ones mean any wasp, any worker wasp will live for six weeks. So this last thousand or so or more have a th- they have six weeks to live. So their sisters feed them a chewed up stuff and then they die, their six weeks are up. And these fellas then, these, these sisters, these women, are, leave this papery nest. But they don't have any younger ones to feed. They don't have any work to do. They don't have to go chewing up all these old green flies and things. They want sugar, but there's no babies at home to lick. And this is where you have the problem with wasps. They're now looking for sugar. And they're not much good at finding it because they're not really evolved for this. They're good at smelling, smelling sugar. So they fly into the house and they fly around you or they fly around me. And I've been doing my hair with beautiful shampoo and I've been washing my clothes with Sadian and Comfort and I've been spraying the oxters with Chanel. And I smell like a flower. And she's a poor old wasp, thinks I'm a flower and flies around my head looking for food, but... I sit there calmly and the wasp says nothing there and flies around your head and you sit there calmly and then the wasp goes off out the window and says, that crowd are useless. But of course, do we sit there calmly when a wasp is flying around our head? No, we don't. We start whacking at it with a rolled up newspaper. If I I whacked you with a rolled up newspaper, you'd retaliate. And of course, the wasp does. The wasp stings us and stings us several times because it can. And then we think this nasty wasp all it's doing is coming out to attack me and sting me. And all the wasp was doing was looking for food. I mean, who pretended to be food? Who dressed up in flower perfume? Who had no food? Who attacked first? We did. And then we blamed the wasp for this. So this is why, Ivan, at the end of August and September, when you were putting out your jam jar with, with the jam in it or the marmalade or whatever it was, the wasp, those wasps looking for they can smell the jam and that they come they fall in and they drown and you're busy collecting jam jars full of dead wasps but the wasps will all die off anyway by Halloween they're gone that six weeks September October is when you have this terrible calamity with wasps because now they're looking for sugar and they can't get it at home and of course pest companies will say they'll get rid of the wasps nest for you but the wasps nest is going to be gone anyway because when the new queens come out the following March they actually build 
a new nest. They never go back to the old nest. So these big papery nests are a one-off job. It's a one-year's activity. And the next time round, they'll be wow. a different one. So it's an amazing story. You know, bumblebees, bumblebees are kind no. of clean, if you like. <laughs> With the program has to end at 7 amazing. o'clock. And Anna, 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 can I just say this? You have missed your vocation in life. You should have been an O.J. Simpson defense lawyer to make the, <laughs> to make the wasp the innocent victim when everyone knows they're barbarous animals that sting you with lethal effect. I want to thank you. I love your enthusiasm. I love your defending the indefensible. The wasps aren't as bad as we made out. We get it. Thank you so much. Ain't and Lee Downer. And you know what? We'll talk about the bees another day. All right. And I wanted to ask you about the daddy, but I think you did explain it there along the way. There you have it. Down to earth today. Ain't and Lee explaining what wasps do, their life cycle, and how they've got a bad name. And maybe before you roll up that newspaper and swipe at one, you might just give them a thought. Ain't thank you as always. You're welcome, Ivan. Now, after the tale of the wasp, I need to have a little lie down. So it's a good time to get a news update. Eamon is back.